Hello lovely people, welcome back to Rose Goals. This is a podcast by myself, Nikki Mahone, creator and founder of online jewellery and homeware brand, Nikita by Nikki. So this is series two, the quarantine series, and I am recording a new podcast in between. And I was originally gonna be doing a podcast on self-doubt, which has been recorded and will be launching next week. But I really wanted to sit down and record a podcast about the Black Lives Matter movement that is happening everywhere at the moment due to the recent senseless killing of George Floyd in America. And I'm joined by the lovely Shan Aiko, who is going to be speaking Hi. to me today. Yeah, so if you want to introduce yourself a bit about what you do. Hi, Nikki, thank you for having me on. I'm Shan Aiko, and I am a singer, songwriter, performer, all of that stuff from London, Croydon. Um, I've grown up in music and yeah, I'm very much, that's very much my passion, music and singing. People may have seen me on shows shows such as X Factor 2018 and currently Les Miserables, um, the concert and also in the new Sondheim theatre version as well, wow. playing Eponine. Oh, that's amazing. I've, honestly, you guys should check her page out. Her voice is absolutely beautiful. And oh, thank yeah, you. yeah, you've got some amazing content releasing soon, I'm, I'm sure. So, so um, the, the way that we know each other, um, Shan actually bought some products of mine and shared it on her story, which was so kind of her. It's so beautiful and right up my street, so I just I had to. Oh, had thank to you so it. much for the support, because I, I remember seeing your post and I was like, who is this beautiful, talented lady? I must follow her. <laughs> so immediately, I think we just had that sort of mutual respect for what each other do, and it's been really nice ever since, so I'm glad that... That's it, women supporting women all the way. Yeah, all absolutely. <laughs> so thanks so much for your time to come on here today. I know that this is a heavy topic, um, and yes. it's something I imagine you have a lot to say about, and I've done my best to sort of have a structure in place but I understand this is something I want you to be able to speak about freely and yeah. it would be great for us to all keep learning and all keep educating ourselves and speaking with each other and keep the conversation going essentially um so uh, I just wanted to sort of start things off by perhaps talking about the initial reactions and then I wanted to ask you um if you can recall your initial reaction to when you heard about um the news of George Floyd and um just how you felt at the time. Yeah, I remember I was sitting over dinner with my sister and like we'd just finished eating dinner and she was looking on her phone and she's saying, oh my God, like she was watching the video. Um, it makes my heart sink, especially seeing the footage because every, like, I know we, that's like anyone's worst sort of nightmare to be like suffocated and mm. um, it's, hor it's horrific. So absolutely. Uh, at the same time, there had been a few other incidents over the past weeks um, with like Ahmad and Brianna yeah. um, and with, um, is her name Karen as well? Like that incident literally hours before. So oh. there was a lot going on and like, you know, when you sort of haven't even had a chance to get over those ones, yeah. another one has come up and you're just like, whoa, okay, again and again. And it's been happening for so many years. Like if you look back at our black history, it's been happening. Um, so it's just, it's a shame that it's become so normalised in a way. Yeah. I don't even want to say that, but it seems like it's becoming a normal thing. And that's where, you know, our tolerance level, we have high tolerance levels, especially speaking mm -hmm. as a black woman, we have high tolerance levels. And um, when some things we let pass and we're just like, you know what, I'm used to it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it keeps happening, you keep picking at a wound, you know, the wound can't heal. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. 
absolutely just, it gets a lot and watching the video specifically i just found that with the policeman especially in the people that were surrounding him mm. there was just a, la- a lack of a lack of love a lack of empathy a lack of humanity and even when like people were shouting like he can't breathe and even when he was shouting mm. um he just didn't care and usually by then no matter how bad you feel or whatever's happening you, you can hear that people are shouting and someone's wrong something's wrong sorry and he still didn't yeah and another thing that was crazy is that usually people will find an excuse or a reason to say oh he not that he deserved it or whatever but they, they'll say oh he fought back or he had a gun or he had this mm-hmm. in the footage that we saw there was nothing we didn't see any anything like that he was in he was in handcuffs and yeah he was not a threat and he was restricted but he was just yeah yeah i i completely agree with you i can't i it's just incredibly it's difficult to believe that this it still happens now like i i feel like growing up i was by the documentaries that i've um watched and couple of the sort of drama adaptations that I've been watching on Netflix and things like that that I'll talk about later yeah. like I feel like I I have a, a want to understand the history of everything to do with this sort of topic yet when it's happening now mm. in 2020 and and the bottom line is it happens day to day especially in these sort of areas in America as well but it's just the case where this one yeah. was actually recorded and yeah maybe that's you know that's a problem in itself like it must, it, this isn't just a, you know, a single incident. This is something that has, is happening often. And it's, it's a, almost a good thing now that it is becoming so much, you know, there's so much emotion behind it and um, it's getting the press coverage. It's everyone's pulling together on social media because it's a huge topic that has been almost, it seems almost like avoided for so many years. Yeah, you know it, what it is, is yeah. that, sorry to interrupt you um it was it's like when this stuff happens like they just get away with it that's when Mm. that's when it's the race thing comes into it even more because Mm. like if it was another race against another like the consequences would be much different and they just get they were just on paid leave at the time and stuff like that and just Mm. like that like yeah it's fine no it's not so yeah i'm glad there's been an uproar yeah i think I just wanted to ask as well, with it being um, as far away as in America, did you feel any sort of disconnect because it was in a completely different part of the world or did it still impact your sort of feelings was all the same um, as though it was next door? Yeah, it still impacts me because when I look at the footage and um, anyone that's been a victim of these sort of crimes and um, I see my I see my family like I see a black brother I see my dad I see a brother I see a uncle cousin you know it could be any one of my family that are in that position um Mm -hmm. as much as it's far away I I think that's another thing where sort of Britain sort of we're going they're trying they were trying to go down that direction but we we couldn't let it happen because we're not guilty we're not innocent sorry we're not innocent Mm. of these crimes either exactly here as well and there's yeah much as it may not happen as often or in such a way but it happens yeah. it needs to be spoken on and I think it this situation has opened the doors to many conversations not only police brutality racism but racism within the workplace and online yeah. and everywhere 
definitely definitely i feel it's been um interesting that i'm like hungry to learn more and that's actually been via social media where social media normally yeah. on a day-to-day -day sort of numbs me down and makes me sort of focus on unimportant things like my appearance or things like mm. that this is actually you know encouraging positive change do you agree like if we if we didn't have this pandemic do you think we would have like the same reaction or response because i think the fact that we've been in this pandemic and lockdown we were able to like think and like you know mm. act out of honesty and really understand and engage in what's going on yeah and obviously I, we're spending more time on our phones and stuff yeah that's very true actually i did think this because i thought it obviously it's 2020 it's it's been a lot like the fact yeah. that we're not even over corona and all of this is being stirred up as well it's it's so much for people to absorb in the day to day and i think it's heightened because i feel like we all came together like i felt a sense of unity because i don't think we've ever had a any sort of illness or pandemic or anything like that that's global and it's at the same time so yeah. i feel like we're all pulling together and we're all feeling very emotional there've been a horrendous amount of deaths there've been a horrendous amount of um, people um, tested positive for coronavirus and I just feel like yeah. tensions were high and we were slowly sort of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with the restrictions being loosened and things in Britain so yeah yeah but we sort of waited we're, we're, we're I think people are feeling a little bit more positive maybe about corona because of the restrictions lifting and then this sort of happening again I think where everybody was you know feeling uh, emotionally tense anyway i think has exacerbated it more but i think that's a positive thing um, yeah we're not as busy and not as distracted yeah. so yeah. sometimes like this has happened a lot especially you know all over the world and especially in america we see online it's happened a lot over the last few years and stuff yeah. um and obviously you know longer before that but it's been happening and yeah i think the times it has happened because maybe i've been at work like when i do my theater mm. job like it's every day like so busy i can't literally i'm just traveling there and then and there's only a certain amount of time that i can spend online or yeah. for a particular purpose and that's it but mm. whereas now i have the time to understand what's going on to look at certain videos or you know yeah absolutely ignore it. we've got the time to educate ourselves like this was the time where we all said okay let's read a book this lockdown let's let's actually you know enhance our understanding of certain topics and this is so I guess a great opportunity to do that with this topic so yeah. I feel like timing wise perhaps it does seem a bit nerve-wracking before we'll be seeing all these protests with thousands of people in amongst you know uh, a pandemic where we need to be practicing social distancing it's almost mm. like empowering as well because despite that yeah. people are still pushing forward and protesting and want to be together that's and how important it is yeah that's that's how important it is yeah definitely yeah. um so i wanted to ask you as well um about any sort of uh, personal experience with racism if you're happy to talk about it that you've experienced growing up um as a black woman in britain i just wondered how how your experience was perhaps even at school um on a, like day to day now is it something that you're battling with or you feel perhaps yeah i think yeah. i feel like like what i said earlier like there's like that we have our tolerance levels that I, I it's very subtle here in the UK I think mm. um and it won't be as blatant as it is in America I don't I, I think and um yeah. I've experienced it and but if anything in the most recent times or in the workplace if anything people have come back and apologized and said that was really inappropriate 
Yeah. So you know, they've corrected and they've understood that it's not not right. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it even happens anyway, or people make certain remarks, and yeah. you know, I could be in a company and I could be the only black woman, black person in the company, and but I, you know, I don't really. I just hold my ground and I just do my thing. Yeah. And um, I think the industry that I work in is more open and understands that, that there are different races and stuff. Yes, I was going to ask you about, industry. yeah, about the music industry and see if it's sort of different there and, but that, that's, yeah, that's encouraging. As a performer, like, where I'm, well, I can't talk for everyone, but the people that I have, I have worked with, they're used to working with different people of different cultures. Mm. As much as they may not grow up with them or hang out with them, but they worked with them. Um, I think growing up, I've, my family has have always taught me my black history and um going way back before slavery like mm. from going way back then but i've been taught and grown up to know my roots and to know the black leaders and you know certain speeches and the history and the facts mm. and that has um equipped me for times like today and to create me to be the woman that i am today yeah um also i have been also taught and in a black household, you're taught you've got to work twice as hard for things. You know, you've got to be the top. You've got to be, you've got to be um, outstanding. You can't just be good. <laughs> you've got to be outstanding and stuff. So you have to work more because um, there's not as many opportunities and you have to stand out and you have to yeah. bang on that door and knock it down because <laughs> yeah. it's that hard. And um, it's, it's, it's sad that, has, that, race has to, that race is the reason and stuff. Yeah, it's very true. I was trying to, so when this all came about, I tried to think about, um, so I'm British Indian, my parents are Indian. Yeah. Um, and my dad was born in India, he came here when he was 13. But I tried to like have a real think about my experience with racism because yeah. as a brown, I'm gonna call myself brown, that, that's um, inclusive of all Asian people, but as a brown woman in mm-hmm. Britain, I don't look back and think negatively of it. I guess it goes back to what you said about it not being so, um, at the forefront in Britain I think it's a very multicultural country um, yeah. and I guess perhaps it may have been more so the generation above me um, yeah. when the so-called Asian invasion came into Britain um, mm. but in terms of my upbringing I went to a Catholic school so my parents wanted me to you know, you know be well disciplined and sort of yeah. well educated so I've always had English friends I've always had white English friends and yeah, I, the only sort of racism I've ever experienced would just be the odd remark. Um, I'd be taken yeah, out of yeah for my sideburns, for example, or yeah. um, not so much my name. Like I, I have um, quite a sort of modern name. It's actually Russian. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Nikita. So I guess if I had a more traditional name, I think I would have battled with that as a young child. Um, yeah, and school. I remember school days when like yeah, definitely make fun of different people. Yeah. you were like Somali and Indian yeah I remember I remember exactly. but I, now I, there has been a turnaround since yeah, we've grown up that's true I do the only thing I can think of was I've just sort of grown up experienced sort of tokenism um but I I don't look at that and think that that's always negative like I've always been uh, I've always had group big groups of English white friends and they even call me like their brown princess like and I don't mind I think that's lovely but and I I appreciate the banter behind that but I do understand that I am the token Indian within that like, group yeah <laughs> I only really thought about it when I look back and I think oh yeah um but I feel like I've been quite lucky in terms of that but I imagine um so I'm Sikh 
So I imagine okay. um, uh, someone Sikh who's living in the UK, perhaps wearing a turban or, you know, mm. wearing a, um, Indian clothing and things like that would ex- be more susceptible to experience such racism on a day to day than me yeah. who sort of just goes about um, wearing modern clothing and things like that. So yeah. I, it's completely different for everybody for different reasons, I assume. And also where you grow up, what kind of school you go to, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and like colorism, yeah. like the shade of your skin, like the, yeah. you're too dark or whatever. Like, the, yeah. like people have an issue with that or they're not taught to, they're taught to think that's not ideal or beautiful or desirable. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, yeah it's just it's just very subtle things and our our tolerance levels sometimes we just learn to brush through it because you know mm. you know we rise above it and we're just not yeah. we don't let it get to us but yeah sometimes when that keeps happening we're just like what is going on <laughs> of course <laughs> right, i can imagine yeah so um i appreciate that everyone's experience is definitely completely different um yeah but just wanted to sort of um take a u-turn back to the social media side of things and how that has sort of brought celebrities influencers brands and just general users all like together and they're all speaking out and the whole sort of silence is violence movement which i've actually never seen before mm. online I say myself I've, I've got a few followers and i thought you know this is a political topic i don't want to say anything until i'm you know completely educated on the on the situation and i understand what's happening and i understand what actually happened in america so i wanted to do my reading first um yeah. and but when I heard that sort of silence and violence thing, I felt I did feel a pressure, which I think is actually quite positive yeah. because I thought, you know what, I've got responsibility here. I need to speak. I need to talk. I need to say something. And I've, yeah. I've seen influencers really step up and actually take the time out to educate and share and um, uplift the black community and share, you know, black owned businesses and things like that, which has been yeah. really quite amazing compared to, you know i've never seen anything like this on social media personally same yeah i agree that i think i don't know people so i know a lot of people that have chosen still not not to speak on the topic mm. um like influencers and stuff um i think it's something that we should all be speaking about and you know thinking about whether that is publicly or privately mm. i think people that have a platform which we all do (laughs) we Mm. should use that and because our voices are valued by our followers yeah and um, we can make a difference with that yeah absolutely Um, I think it's such a topic like you know basic human rights like of course you should have an opinion on that of course you should speak out on on what's right Mm. and that things should change because you know people are just uh, I see I saw a quote on Twitter saying you know Black, pe- black, black people are saying stop killing us and there are people out here saying but you know like yeah. literally it's that exactly. So, exactly and also sometimes when people speak out and a lot of people and a lot of companies have had the backlash mm. but sometimes we like people have been holding all of this stuff in and they need to yeah. they need to speak out about it I know what is it companies such as L'Oreal I think yes I heard uh, about that like the big brand I think they they spoke out and stuff, and um, I, I know that a couple of years ago they sacked a transgender model when she spoke out about racism. Mm. And there was an NFL, um, the NFL company they put out a statement. And I remember, like, do you remember years ago when the the um, sportsman Colin he he took a nail and yes, you know that was there was uproar about that and stuff. Yeah. 
It's amazing and to see the sort of police now and videos doing that tribute um, across yeah. videos, the, the, the supportive policemen that are. It's just, yeah. it's, it's almost, uh, I do feel uh, a sense of overwhelm um, a lot of the time. Um, but I almost think if you haven't had the experience of the heaviness, if you haven't felt heavy in your heart at some point looking into this, I don't think you've read, I don't think you've read enough. Yeah, um, I don't think you've true. listened I enough because I've I've I felt agree. it like every day for the past like I, don't, I can't remember how long it's been now over a week or um yeah it's it's sort it's of it's a tough one because yeah. like even my friends that are white they're like you know I'm watching this I want to do this and I'm like okay cool take your time because it's yeah. heavy stuff you know yeah and this isn't <laughs> just a here and now situation this is this needs to be long term like this can't just be yeah take your time yeah this thing. isn't just one post and let's leave it this isn't just because it's trending let's leave it it's because it needs to be a, a genuine shift and I, I don't know I've, yeah. I, I kind of feel it like I've never seen I've just never seen um you know movement like this to this extent it's amazing it's needed yeah. it's yeah it's needed the change is needed and you know black people we've been um denied of opportunities for way too long we're not we're not mm -hmm. as like a lot of people are not as regarded in um places of influence as much and yeah. you look at companies and like there'll be like maybe one black person or none yeah. and we're yeah. at the bottom of the tier and stuff like that and yeah like there's so many statistics and Absolutely. stuff like when black people leave uni we're like the ones that are not less likely to get a job and yeah. it's gonna be harder and yeah we exactly. need to like open the doors open the windows up because like we're we're normal we shouldn't be treated like as we've seen with George Floyd like animals or like we're not that's mm. not the case and you'll be surprised like a lot of people think this way and like think of black people as less than or and you know ghetto and violent and I, you know these actions are shown but you have to understand why yeah and there's a reason for it all and I'm sure if you went through the things that we've been through mm. you'd understand or if not react in a similar sort of way exactly it's um it's interesting to see uh people speak out and I've, I just feel like there's an amazing content out there at the moment so if you're sort of shying away from your phone because you're finding it too much I almost think there's almost more of a reason to go back in and actually yeah, I think you know, take breaks, take, you know, take yeah. breaks, mm -hmm. but I think it's good to take breaks because uh, even I have to take breaks, but, mm. um, and you have to look after your mental health and yourself and your well-being, that's so important because you can't pour from an empty cup, as I always say, <laughs> but um, take your breaks, but come back and like, you know, do your thing, educate, take your time, there is, you know, don't rush it, but it's about me, it's about, it's about making smart moves, I think, yeah. during this time, you've got to be Definitely. smart about it. So um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is something that I feel quite strongly about, but it's um, the sort of mm. what about us side of the argument, which I've sort of seen in my DMs personally when I've been posting about it, because a lot of my followers are predominantly Asian. And so I guess yeah. other communities are sort of seeing this and thinking, oh, what about when this happened to this person? What about when this happened in yeah. India this many years ago? And I understand, yeah. but my sort of take on it, on it is that the timing's not now the t now yeah is to support the black community after what's happened in america that is yeah. what's relevant now and if we want to make a change we need to do one thing at a time if you want the black community to support a movement for the asian community later on then you need to be behind them 100 yeah. percent now 
and I feel it's true and it's the same sort of thing like the all lives matter um hashtag which to be honest yeah. based on, I don't I don't even know what context is assigned to that at the moment whether that is the complete opposite side of the argument the racist side or if it's the okay all lives matter what about us Indian people what about us Hispanic people I'm not actually mm. sure what the hashtag even means now so <laughs> it's almost like I just think one thing at a time we've got like you know there's a lot of improvement to be made globally but I feel like the emphasis should be with the black community right now and anyone sort of saying what about us you're almost taking away from that which isn't supportive and and hope and long term if we want to keep making movements like this you need to be patient and understand yeah, yeah that's my take on I it get I understand. yeah I get you there's 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 a lot of injustice everywhere and in every community and there's good and bad people in every race and community mm. um I think with like the all lives matter or like the our allies or mm. white people in general like I think with what it is with, with the black lives matter movement and why it's so strong is because I've found and I can only speak for my race anyway but like mm. I've found that we're treated less than or murdered innocently in the streets and stuff mm, yeah um and that's solely because a lot of the time because of the color of our skin mm. and um i think that's where it's like this is so this is wrong and it needs to stop yeah and it's and the fact that we're saying black lives matter is not taken away from anyone in the asian community the white community it's not taken away because everyone yes everyone's life matters but um it's the it's the current events that have happened and that have been happening yeah. and there's not really been any recognition about it and yeah i think because because we um a lot of industries benefit off of our talents off of our culture and mm-hmm. you know there's so many in the like in- entertainment culture you see like black people are influ- mm-hmm. are, black people are the influence and stuff mm-hmm. but not credited or not um, put up in places where they can benefit and help other people and it's just yeah it's, it, people just get tired and like they mm-hmm. they just had enough yeah but, absolutely um, when you see an act like George Floyd man you just have to yeah and both Ahmed, Albert, Ahmed, Ahmed and Brianna like it's heartbreaking and anyone that, ha- that does see it and that has a heart will feel the heartbreak Mm. um there's not it's, I don't know, it's, it's just it's not right yeah and especially when you see the police um involved and like like you know as they say the police should be protecting us and stuff yeah and i feel like there's and people just regard it saying oh you know that not all cops are bad obviously not all cops are bad and there shouldn't be any bad cops like mm. there was a who was it chris tucker was doing a um stand up oh chris rock yeah yeah i saw that yesterday chris rock yeah and he was like you know there are no bad airline people you know yeah there's some jobs you can't have bad apples like you wouldn't have a a pilot being like don't want to land the plane today or a doctor being like ah just don't fancy saving this person today you know there are certain jobs yeah i understand um, um, I actually had a bit of a conversation with a friend the other day it was quite a heated discussion mm. and I actually think that's a positive thing because this is what we need we need to be talking to each other we need to be communicating about it mm. and um, they were sort of just bringing up the sort of Asian side of it again 
and mm. um the best way i sort of try to explain where i was coming from obviously everybody's entitled their, to their individual opinions but i just sort of explained it mm. as though so obviously the asian community especially the muslim community ex- you know experience yeah. extreme racism after all the terrorist um extremists over the past decades and mm. the best example would be if a indian man was shot and killed by police because the policeman thought they were a terrorist and they weren't and they didn't do anything wrong then i would like to think there'd be the same uproar, be an uproar. absolutely yeah. that's how that's i would explain totally yeah so that would be how i explain the situation like right now this is for george floyd and what's great about this is it's sort of bringing forward the other names of the other people like i actually personally didn't know about brianna taylor and this has encouraged mm. me to educate myself on that which i wouldn't have known to do before um and i i'm a very mm. inquisitive person and i love real life documentaries like i I'm interested in this topic and I, I empathize deeply with it, but I didn't actually know about a few of these names and now I do. So yeah. when it comes to, I just think one thing at a time. And as long as like we keep standing up and, and, you know, protesting and talking and keeping the conversation going, then hopefully things can only move in, you know, a positive direction. Every single story and crime featuring racism um, within any community is important and I'm sure every single race experiences their own racial inequality on the day-to-day but as long as when we mention now we're adding and not subtracting from this movement which is the Black Lives Matter movement want us to share them at the right time so they get the right coverage if we share it now maybe it won't be seen amongst what's happening now yeah Yeah, and I don't I feel for all the communities that are suffering from Mm. racism and yeah. especially you know people of color like it's especially the people that are not in that privileged area and um mm. i feel yeah. i feel i feel it <laughs> definitely um, definitely and you know i think this whole movement isn't it was um george floyd sort of the situation with george floyd has um expanded it and you know blown it up and stuff mm. but this gives room for these conversations to be had for the black community, for the Asian community, all of that. Mm, definitely. Um, for definitely. the LGBTQ community, it's, you know, have the conversations and yeah. if you feel that there's injustice in your community, speak up about it. Yeah. Um, and you will, I think you will be backed about it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's, there is a problem. There is, there is a serious problem with um, um, white and black yeah. um, brutality murder and stuff like that yeah and to be honest I I spoke to um my friend Elliot uh, the other day and he was on the first uh podcast of this series um and he's mixed race he's um his mum is white and his dad is black and he was saying Mm -hmm. that you know anyone sort of at the moment saying oh I experienced this or I did that or I've you know trying to bring themselves into it he's like I don't feel I have to you know the statistics are there you know I'm 70 percent less likely to get a job for this reason you know I'm 80% more likely to get pulled over by the police like he was just reading off these stats and I was like anybody sort of arguing with those stats at this time I just think probably needs to do a little bit more research on the actual figures you're staggering we're more like exactly we're more likely to get pulled over that's yeah it's a big fact (laughs) yeah I actually read um in America in New York 88% of uh cars being pulled over by police in 2018 were um black and latino uh drivers and 70 percent of them were innocent and the other 10 percent uh, i think were the white people being pulled over so 
you know, I know New York is particularly... And then, um, and then we make up, like, less of the population as well. Yeah, exactly. Sure so if, in America, anyway. Yeah. yeah, if you think about that, if, there's, if you don't think there's some sort of prejudice going on there, then uh, I think the, the numbers sort of speak for themselves. Um, yeah. So, Certainly. yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing I really want to talk about was cancel culture, um, because people... Mm you know it takes a lot to build a reputation but just two seconds to tear it down and of course a lot of these sort of mistakes mm -hmm. are that are their own doing and lack of education and things like that but I just worry if somebody has made an error apologized and is learning I don't think you should come after them after that point because you are you're basically like you're not encouraging them to learn you're actually you, you're, you're uh villainizing them anyway despite only yeah. a mistake and people can learn from people's mistakes so them sort of yeah them sort of sharing their journey and learning and their apologies and things like that you know they're teaching other people that you know you shouldn't that was wrong this is right so yeah I just it, I'm feeling quite strongly about the whole cancel culture at the moment I saw somebody use uh, assign the wrong context that all lives matter assuming that that means that 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 also meant black lives matter it just shows that the lack of um, education that people have on the subject. Yes. Um, and that's why I'll say this first, that um, the schools and the education system should be teaching, you know, about black, black culture properly. Yeah, 100%. And also about, you know, privilege and how yeah. that, you know, knowing where you stand and how, you know, accepting other cultures and knowing what black culture or whatever Asian community is, whatever we've all been through understanding it properly because i know a lot about the british culture i can tell you that <laughs> and <I laughs> definitely. it was up to my parents to teach me about my own yeah so you're right it's important to, to bring it in from young from the schools yeah so that when we do grow up we have that you know it becomes sort of common sense okay. like i feel like celebrities and influencers like it just it reveals what they know <laughs> and it reveals mm. where they're at and yeah. stuff and people on the internet, the keyboard warriors will come for you and mm. um, they won't hesitate at all. And yeah. it's quite, it's, it can be quite harsh in time, at times as well. Yeah. Um, but as you said, once, they, once people apologise and acknowledge, honestly, you know, mm. where they're at and what they need to improve on and, and, you know, if they went wrong or not, if they said the right thing or whatever, mm. you know, they should be left to correct their mistakes and, you know, given that time and given that space because we are human yeah um we all make mistakes i know pe people i you know i as i said my expectation would just be like you should know this and mm. you know it's quite obvious but it's obviously not the case for everyone yeah and i think so many people put influences and you know people that are of a certain look or european look on a pedal stool mm -hmm. and as I said, they have a voice and their, their voices are um, are crucial and people listen. So when they do talk, that's why it's important for them to mm -hmm. say the right thing or if not yes. other people come for them. Like, I think I even posted on social media today, like saying, you know, first you start within yourself, then you start, then you go and then you make the change within your household, then you can make the change mm -hmm. out there in the world. Yeah. Like, it starts within within and in your household first that's where true change can happen yeah and um when like normal people you know have this amazing audience and all these eyes on them mm. like if they're if they don't have if they don't if they don't have like the the home life and the the basic 
not basic sorry the education that they need mm. to deliver then things yeah. can easily go wrong I understand because it, it comes with a certain responsibility being you know yeah. influencing that many people especially within the young community like you you yeah. should be careful and that drilled it home for me again just seeing that you know I need to be careful what I say and even me doing this podcast um uh, a couple of friends are like oh okay just you know be careful what you say and I was like it's a shame really because my intent like, my heart's in the right place like I want to do this yeah. podcast to you know boost the black community like I know exactly where I stand but if I say the wrong yeah. thing like it would seem completely different and it's a shame yeah. because my you know my heart's in the right place but so that's exactly and that's mm. and that will speak for you I'm telling you it will Oh, I hope so. Anyway, I try and like, I think as the first part of this podcast was more about me and how I started the business because I wanted to sort of um, answer all the questions that people have been asking me, but I didn't want to do it in YouTube. So I didn't want it to be about how I look. I just wanted to talk. So I did it. Yeah. And now I've really enjoyed interviewing other people and getting their perspectives and talking about proper topics and relevant topics and it's been yeah it's been it's been really uplifting for me actually and you know what these aren't sponsored like I'm not making any money from these I just love them so yeah. that's that's like genuine that's, that's the core yeah literally anything I do if I love it <laughs> yeah um so um regarding lasting change so do you sort of feel do you get the sort of you know the sense that this is going to be a lasting thing, not just something that's happening at this time on the news and on the social media. Do you feel like there should be it could be a shift based on what you've seen? Yeah, I think I think there can be a shift. It's been nice to see so many like diverse people like come out at the protests or the you know online like everyone is coming together. Mm. So that's been really nice to see. And also you know the companies that have spoken out, you know they're willing to make a change. Although people they may have had the backlash, but they're you know they're standing up for it and we have to it's more than just a trend mm. and about you know pictures and you know tweets and viral going viral and stuff yeah it's in terms of the workplace mm. in the in entertainment and beauty industries like i think they will open their doors to more people of color Definitely. um different races yeah and they so they should I hope um, I just hope it won't be a quota thing like they have to tip tick boxes I just want it to be so they get they they want the perspective of different cultures they want the yeah you know I know do you know Same. what I mean I hope it's from a good place when it when it comes down yeah. to it um because you know there are so many people out there looking for opportunities but the root the the the, the root of the problem goes very deep and mm. um it's it's a very deep thing and you know as much as we're saying oh you know white people or whoever who's oppressing us needs to change we also have to change those cycles and those things that have held us back as well mm. so mm. those generational curses you call them like we have to come out of that as well yeah it, it, it's it's a start and that's and i think this is the biggest sort of kind of movement and protest i've ever seen yes so, same that's what i was thinking that Hopefully, yeah. just just based on that, the base based on the feel of it being as big and as um, you know passionate as it is, I feel mm. like I I don't know if in my lifetime and perhaps I was too young, I'm not sure, but I I haven't seen anything like this personally or felt this heavy about a topic personally before. And you know mm. what? It, it just shows that even amidst a, a huge global pandemic, people are still out there. I just I, I worry yeah. because it's dangerous because I'm, I'm aware that the brown and black communities, you know, that they are more likely to 
statistically get corona and I, I do panic yeah. a little bit about that I'm not gonna lie but I just still think it's beautiful that despite that everybody is still you know fighting yeah. and pushing and, and want, wanting to be heard I wanted to also sort of recommend some material to our listeners as well because I think it, obviously as we said it's really important to keep educating ourselves and um mm. just keep understanding and keeping the conversation open so um I just wanted to share a couple of, of films and series that I've seen recently um there's a lot mm. on my list I'm yet to see but once yes. I, yeah, yeah. Even before this happened, um, I I felt really emotional when I watched. Um, have you seen Trial by Media on Netflix? No. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't so heard the, of that one. Yeah, it's basically they they recap some uh, really uh, big media stories that have happened in the past, and then they sort of okay. like have interviews, and it's just sort of uh, playing back uh, crime. Uh, okay. documentaries essentially and that each episode is a different topic and there's one called 41 shots and this mm. is this is awful i'm just going to sum it up really quickly because it makes me feel incredibly sad but um there's okay. a young um boy that came um to the country he wanted to america and he wanted to educate himself he wanted to get a good job and his mother was so proud of him and um he was in the doorway of his own home the police stopped by mm. he went to get out his wallet and the police shot him 41 times in his own doorway. Oh. I think it's really important for him to watch that um, because that real was, life. yeah, and his, his mom, true story, right? Yeah, this is a true story yeah. in America. And it did get a lot of press coverage at the time, perhaps not as much as it should have done. Um, but his mum became like a, a spokeswoman for, uh, you know, the justice uh, for the police officers to be imprisoned. Um, but it's, it's, a, good, it's a, a good thing wow. to watch to understand the pain and i would recommend that um i would okay. yeah i'd also recommend um when they see us i wonder have you seen that one yet yeah I was gonna, that was on my list as yeah. well isn't that incredible like the acting and absolutely everything. wow and mm. then the after bit as well when the actual real people come and speak of oprah oh, and i haven't seen that well. yet i haven't seen that yet i need to watch that part but yeah that, that as well that was that is beautifully made um and that had me for weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely and i finished watching it definitely uh, that's just one way th- it just shows the uh bias and the police brutality uh, at that time and that's a true story again as well so i definitely recommend that and um for sure yeah and i had I one do. more one more uh, little film quickly um i don't know if this is a bit this is actually one of the loveliest films i have seen it's called mm. green book uh, yeah my friend told me about it today I, I have watched it but I, I got halfway and I didn't oh, get to finish it I just love it I think it's um mm. it's just a beautiful film and it does highlight the sort of racial discrimination and I think it's one that I would definitely recommend um yeah but yeah I wonder what your uh, recommendations were so mine are similar similar but I've got um when they see us mm. is a must everyone needs to watch that for sure um 13th oh, i've I'm heard still in about this. watching that is that yeah. just is that new on netflix it's i don't know if it's it? new on netflix it's been around it's been oh, around maybe it's being highlighted it's about, now because of the yeah and it goes you know highlights the jim crow laws and stuff and the police system and how it's like almost like modern day slavery and how you know black people are criminalized for such small things Whereas wow. people of other races are not basically, and also I think a series or BBC, like you know, do you remember the whole Windrush Generation talk and stuff that was going on about that? 
the Caribbeans that came over to the UK to help it to help build it up. I think that's an oh, okay. interesting one, especially for like people in the UK. Amazing. I've um, mm. been recommended Queen and Slim as well. Have you? I have as well. Yeah, yes. I'm yet to watch it. But I've, I've heard good yeah. things, so if you guys are able to watch that, yeah. perhaps give it a go. Definitely. I'm actually listening to um, Michelle Obama's book um, at the minute, which coming. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm listening to it as an audio book, so her voice is so soothing. I, I'm I'm really wow. enjoying I'm it. I'm gonna have to try the audio book. It's amazing, really, because she 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 touches on it very subtly but powerfully yeah. the whole topic. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. So I'd recommend that book as well for anybody that's looking for a new audio book. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Did you have a uh, sort of takeaway quote for our listeners? Because I'd like to end it on something that we can sort of have a little bit of a think about after the podcast. Um, yeah, I had, I think, two. Like the, I posted about Nelson Mandela quote. Yes. And it says no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion mm. people must learn to hate and if they can learn to hate they can be taught to love for love mm. comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite oh that's beautiful that one mm. and there's some like bible scriptures as well mm -hmm. like in proverbs 31 verse 9 it says speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice yeah. and in ephesians 6 um, I think from verse 10 it talks about you know armoring yourself with the armor of God and it's just a beautiful analogy of like scripture and but yet God and yeah it's amazing oh amazing thank you for that I feel like um that you know the whole um idea of unlearning yeah I, I like that terminology because I feel like if you can learn yes. something whether you intentionally learn that or not or whether that was from you know your environmental situation if that was sort of drummed into you as a kid perhaps you know maybe it's mm. the thought of your um, older generation then you can unlearn it and it's up to you to do that despite what your um, upbringing was like mm. and so I think that's what yeah. growth is about yeah, yeah absolutely um, I had one uh, from Frederick Douglass I saw this posted on um, one of Will Smith's posts he's been doing some amazing content on this topic recently um, mm. he said the thing worse than rebellion is a thing that causes rebellion um, hey. yeah so it's this is sort of going back yeah. to the people who are saying oh you know why are they losing why are they doing this you know yeah as much as I agree that's probably not the most productive stance on it I mean yeah. people, people are angry people exactly you know, this needs to ride its course you need to respect the situation and understand why it's happening now do, do, does that make sense yeah. at the same time I advise everyone to take time and um you can't in, you can't take it all in in one day but you know we can't do this alone and you know we're, what makes this world so beautiful is that we have so many different people and diverse people and mm -hmm. different looks talents we're all unique and there's room for us all in this world yeah that's beautiful thank you so much and I've, I've loved thank talking you. to you yeah it's been yeah. beautiful thank you oh you're so it's welcome. been amazing that and I, I look forward to hearing the rest of your podcast on the series. Thank as well. you. And I look forward to your EP. That's going to be dropping soon. So everyone. Thank you. Do follow Shan. Do you want to share your social media handles for our listeners as well to follow you? Yes. Um, you can check me out on Shan officially. And, or if you just type in Shan Akko, A-K-O, on all socials, you'll find me as well. And that's including like music socials as well. 
And can I just say also, like, I respect that you're using your platform to like speak on these sort of subjects as well. And like, um, I said this to a singer called Her the other day, who I did a live with on Instagram. And yeah, I'm a big mm. fan of her. Yeah. And she, I said to her, you know, reminded her of the quote that um, Nina Simone says it's an artist's duty, artist's duty to reflect the times. And you know, wh whatever you do, whether you're a painter, singer, a speaker, a designer, a creator, like you know, it's our duty to speak about you know what's going on in our world today you know why not yeah. and you're doing that with your platform and stuff so that's beautiful thank you so much honestly i've i wanted to and that's why i did i it's it's a heavy topic and it's it's a complex topic and i didn't i just yeah. wanted to do it justice that's what i wanted to do i just wanted to you are. You yeah surely are so everyone thank you so much for tuning into this episode of rose goals this has been a really uh, sensitive yet important topic that I'm glad I was able to speak to Shan about today. Um, please be sure to keep listening, reading, sharing and donating. Um, I've set some links up uh, on my Instagram bio, you can check them out there with quick links to do all of those things. Um, and I hope this was somewhat helpful for you guys and insightful to listen to a conversation um, between two different races. Um, and I just want to emphasise again that all communities are important here, all races should be treated fairly and equally and this should not be happening going forward so let's keep it moving let's keep the conversation going